Talking Fit Podcast. Woo. Oh my god, welcome back. Guys. Episode 18. Episode 18. 18. We're back with another week and another guest. Let's go. Look at us. Oh. We're on a roll. Uh, so this week uh, we have an OG follower. She's yes. been here from the start. We both love her. A supporter. Uh, yeah, she's been great support. We love it. Abby, welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Hello. Abby Rook, guys. She's here. She's on the talking. She's podcast, in the room. Making this, a debut. It's been a stressful morning trying mm. to get a room at the uni, but oh well. How you feel, but yeah, now that you're famous. Yeah, I really feel like I've made it today. <laughs> First podcast. First podcast. <laughs> yeah, taking the podcast virginity. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what what have you been up to this morning? Um, same old routine. Up the gym and then pretty much came straight here what time do you get up oh my sleeping schedule is fucked at the moment yeah. i'm talking 5 a.m is oh, like oh, <laughs> that's just like no, that's i like, can't sleep further jail that's grace so and i have struggled to get out of bed at we nine this morning. set an alarm for nine snooze i could have kept sleeping snooze it till when like 9 30 yeah i think we just like lay in bed could have slept for like two more hours i literally can't i just cannot stay in bed and then it sucks as well because then i get bored throughout the day because i have such a long yeah, day because you're yeah. awake for so long yeah, yeah. jesus yeah that um, like takes you gotta be a different sort of person to like wake up at those ungodly hours. Yeah, it's prep schedule because it's like yeah, I have exactly to, what it's I would wrong. be going yeah because I go, I would get up early to go to the gym before work and then I'd work and then I'd have to go back after work and like do steps and finish off my like to do list. But I'm not in that schedule anymore, obviously. So like I don't have to go back to the gym. So but what you're just like stuck in that? Yeah, I'm just in that routine. But like it won't be long before I'm back in prep, so I'm just gonna keep the routine. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, you in bed by like nine or like. Yeah, eight thirty nine. Stop! That's so good, but <laughs> that's actually so good. Great night so... to bed. Um, just a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> we went to bed. Yeah, what one? Yeah. Was it one? It was yeah, one. Yes, late. Playing the switch all night again. <laughs> but anyway. Um. But yeah, we've been meaning to get Abby on for a while. Yes. Actually, because we thought you'd be actually a really good guest, seeing as. The recent events that had unfolded with your competition. <laughs> so, um, I guess, yeah, if you give yourself just a little intro, just to everyone. Take it away. Who doesn't know. <laughs> the worst question that you can get asked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I compete in ICN, which stands for I Compete Natural, as oh, a. Actually, I did not I know, didn't that. know that. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. As a bikini athlete, I just did my second competition, so I'm actually two weeks post-show I think and yeah two weeks post-show yeah so I competed two weeks ago feels like it's been I think longer. Yeah, yeah how was the show you did well yeah so comp was honestly I couldn't have been happier it was such a good day yeah I was on a huge high I came second and third and the girl who beat me was a good friend. So that's so. <laughs> it good. was really cool. Yeah. That's wholesome. Yeah, that is good. Second yeah. in what? Um, so I came third in novice, and then um, my posing was a little bit off. I was very nervous and shaky. Yeah. Um, and then I came off stage, and we just like really simplified it because 
yeah, there was too many, too many transitions. I had too much on my mind and I just looked like awkward. So we just made it simpler so I could just go out and own it when I went to opens and then I came second when we fixed my posing in opens. In opens. Is yeah. opens harder than novice set? Opens is the overall, yeah. Oh, so, so yeah. <laughs> so, How's yeah. that what? You do better that's in the... That's so the, good the, though. The yeah, so like, because you get... That's the thing, you get judged on everything. Like you get judged on like bikini, makeup, like posing yeah. confidence and physique obviously so i was like heaps happy with my physique but posing let me down in novice so we fixed it and then yeah i came second, came second yeah, okay. opens. that's good qualified for nationals yes i didn't go but <laughs> that's <all> right. <laughs> why is that just because the two girls that like beat me in like the comp that i did do will go to nationals and it's five it was five weeks away and i just wasn't like i never had planned to go yeah. So I like, I got a little bit excited after show and was like, yeah, let's go again. But then I decided to just have those like a few weeks off um, and do season B. So I have a bit more time to make some, make some more progress and hopefully, yeah, do even better in season B. That's yeah, so good. That's the way. Do you reckon if you had one, the two, like, um, what are they called? The categories? like categories? Is that what they, if you'd won them, do you reckon you definitely would have gone? Do you qualify yeah. if you win? Like you instantly qualify? Yeah. So I definitely would have went if I won because end goal is pro card. Yeah. Um, and if you come first, I, I believe you only have to come first in your height class in opens at nationals to get your pro card. So if I had have won might like if I had have come first in opens and I would have went and tried to come first again in five weeks because I would have got my pro card. Yeah. yeah right. So that's the goal for season B. Okay. Oh, yeah. Season B is when? October. October. Okay. So that's. Still got some time. Yeah. 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 So what does that mean? Are you like bulking now? I'm still reversing because it's only been two weeks. So I'm still in a slight deficit. We won't bulk too much. All we really want to change is just like tighter midsection. Um, so I'm training a lot of core and like bigger glutes. So, yeah. yeah. So not really bulking, but like just, yeah, kind of reversing. We'll do a very lean bulk for a few weeks and then I'll do a shorter prep because I'm just pretty much going to stay in condition. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Stop. That actually sounds so exciting. Exciting, Grace. Your turn. (laughs) (laughs) I so want to, especially with, um, yesterday, the WBFF. Like, yeah, I had the fire inside of me watching everybody. Oh my god, I know. I just I'm obsessed when like comp day rolls around. It's just I love it. I love watching everyone. I'm like mm, I want to do IFBB it. Is today. Is it? Yeah. Who's do we know anyone? Do you know anyone? I know a few. There's a couple that I know. Jandy. Um, I don't know her last name. No <laughs> she trains under my coach Jess. That's how I know her. She's competing. I think she'll do quite well in bikini today i guess um just to quickly touch on like because you said you got like you felt the nerves on the day on when you did the novice category or whatever it's funny because you think i even think if i was to go and like do a show i just feel like i wouldn't be you'd feel like you'd, i feel like i'd just go out and be like yeah you know like, no, you do your I'd routine. but it's it, one but... thing you don't take into account is that there's all these people no, watching i'd you. be so nervous it's not even like it's the fear of falling yeah, <laughs> to true, be completely true. honest like you get up there and then you're like in these hills and so like you're right because you've worked so hard for so long the outcome doesn't matter on the day yeah. you're like i'm here i've already won like that's that's how everyone feels, especially ICN. Like the atmosphere is so good. Everyone's just like 
I've already won. So like everyone just loves each other because the competition's over. Everyone's like beat themselves at this stage. So it's fine. But yeah, you get, you get out there and then it's like, I was fine until I had to walk forward. And then I was like, (laughs) yeah. and then you just start to overthink it. Heels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, it would be hard. Yeah. And I just started to overthink my posing and then I was like shaking, like literally shaking like a leaf, but. But I suppose you wouldn't be able to tell from up there. Yeah, you can't. Like I watched the videos back at the first time I was on stage and couldn't really see it. But you could see it in my face, like that I was like stressed. And then when you watch me on opens, I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm slaying. Like yeah, I look so slaying. confident in opens. <laughs> because, yeah, I just went out there and I was like, but then also the first time you're like, oh, big day. Like I got to do really well. And then the second time I was like, okay, this is my last time on stage. I've worked so hard for this for 24 weeks. Like I'm just going to go have fun. Yeah. So like. The second time was better just because I went, who cares about the outcome? Like, yeah. I've already come third. I'm just going to go have fun. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's so good. It sounds amazing, honestly. I love it. Yeah, it does. Um, I never knew ICN stood for I Compete Natural. Yeah, so ICN's the only um, tested division. Mm. Right. Um, tested so there's no there's not a single person there that's geared up wow (laughs) i was gonna say tell tell us your thoughts on icn okay icn is great i love it um i'll stick to it until i get my pro card and i'll probably take a few years off and then maybe compete in the pro division and then it's like from there i'll either call it depending where life's at or if i'm still just you know alone living my best life (laughs) then I might go into IFBB but at the moment natural is for me and um yeah so it's it's tested but it's like you can imagine how expensive it is to test every competitor so they don't test every competitor what, how do they test i have never been tested yeah i was gonna say um, how would they test so i don't must even be know random. i don't even know if they do test because like they've never tested me <laughs> that's what they say <laughs> so, that's but it's like yeah literally because like i can like guess from some of the physiques that i've seen in the comps that i've competed in that people have like cycled and i've been like obviously it's just gossip but being told that some people have cycled as in women as well oh yeah yeah well I don't care about the men so I'm not not competing against them (laughs) so yeah in your in bikini division yeah really wow yeah imagine if you went into like you said fitness for me Mm. I feel like I wouldn't stand a chance because yeah but it's so rare that people like use in ICN because it's like when you sign up they it's like bold capital letters if you are tested you will just be disqualified like if you're on if there's anything in your system um so I don't know like I wouldn't dare because imagine putting all that work in and then it'd be the day you get tested like most people I don't think would dare but then there's no saying that it's like not out of their system yet like I I don't think anyone that was there would have been like actively yeah but some people it's like surely you've done it before because like especially you can you can tell in girls when they're like 19 years old and or like so young and it's like how on earth do you look like that yeah naturally yeah no um can you get tested after a show and be disqualified after like a win because if they're like really sus and go like ah like look yeah i reckon they would hey yeah um i just don't know like 
how much they care. But that's the thing. Like, I'm like, okay, so what happens if you do get tested after a show you've already been, like, awarded? Yeah, like, that's it. Does ICN post a, fo- a headshot of you? Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, is that one nice. thing about competing yes. that's tough is, like, the cost? What's, like, the process and, yeah, the costs and stuff? Because that's what's putting me off. I wouldn't dare actually ever add up what I spend in a really? <laughs> in a year, but just for some insight, I think my my black bikini was eight hundred dollars. I pay ninety dollars a week for my coaching. Yeah. Um, but like, if I didn't have like my gym routine, I don't think I would survive. <laughs> like that is my whole being and that's what gets me up every morning um so like it's worth it yeah and then you pay icn's probably the cheapest for actual competition you pay you like you have to register um you have to pay each year so i competing twice like makes it a little bit in one year makes it a little bit cheaper for me but then you got to pay two hundred dollars for the first division you compete in and then eighty dollars per division after that yeah right so it does come down to a lot of money at the end of the day yeah i was gonna say because and then ifbb is worse and then obviously wbff you have like yeah. costumes and yeah. gowns so that's like worse again do you know taylor hicks yeah, mm-hmm. I follow. I obviously follow her a lot on Instagram. I'm just, I love her. She's amazing. I saw her post once. Thirteen thousand dollars was the cost for one of her shows. It was like thirteen thousand. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like I'm not going, not going in that direction anytime soon. No, yeah, and that's where ICN's good because it is. It's like it is cheaper, and you only have to do the one, the one bikini. I could never afford like. Taylor does WBFF now and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no way. Yeah. Like you would have watched yesterday and they have to they have to buy a bikini and then they have to buy like the costume round and then they have the gown. Gown. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. The bikinis, some of those bikinis are like two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. The WBF one BFF ones are even more expensive because like they're so much fancier. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Um you know, that's why I feel like I'd probably go ICN. Just simply because I couldn't afford to do WBFF. And I'm not sure if that I'm not sure if that would be I'm not sure if I'd fit into the whole that whole shebang yet. Mm. Mm. The the atmosphere definitely changes as you move up the Yeah. <laughs> up the right. com- competitive ranks of like the different competitions. But yeah. yeah. I just want you to compete so you can get one of those fat medals. The medals look so like satisfying. They are dead set the heaviest thing. Yeah. <laughs> They are like, when I, I had two of them around my neck when I was like walking out, like, <laughs> yeah, and yes. I was like, yeah, I literally couldn't hold chin, my head up. Chin down like, your chest. Yeah. I don't train neck enough for this. <laughs> oh my God. So worth it, but. Did the cost ever like turn you away or make you have second thoughts about doing it? Or were you always like, ah, oh, it's just what it is. Like, I want to do this. Yeah. The first time that I did it, it was kind of like, I'd been in the gym for so long and I was like I just wanted another goal I didn't really ever I didn't even think about it and at that stage I was going to go straight into IFBB the only reason I ended up in ICN is because COVID like yeah which like now I'm heaps more educated and I know like I wouldn't go into IFBB before I was ready so I'm glad that I started in ICN but yeah I didn't really research the cost at all I was just like I know I can do it yeah 
I mean, now living out of home and stuff, financial <laughs> consideration comes in a little bit more, but yeah. Yeah, okay. So IFBB is, what would you say that's like? I don't know. I haven't, I like obviously haven't competed in it. I've, I went to a show and it it's like amazing to watch. Um, I think it's similar to ICN in the way the show runs um, as opposed to like WBFF is so different. But again, I think if you can go into IFBB natural. And I was just saying, it's not, it's the big one that's not tested. That's it's like full I'm... of like gearheads. If you can go into it natural and win, then you're pretty bloody incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because every like, from what I understand, like 90% of competitors at that level have cycled. Yeah. That's I'm what I've, so... I've, I've heard about IFBB too. Is it's In... like, because it's the real. Um, one of the real big ones is that, and it's just not tested, is that everyone yeah. will go through it and is like using and stuff. I'm just so intrigued to know what, like, what are they cycling? Like, I'm just like... Yeah, steroids not, are weird, steroids Yeah, are. I don't know. I can't like, yeah, comment. I don't know anything about them because I haven't looked into doing it myself. Um, I haven't either. A lot of them would probably in. just be on, because they, uh, a lot no, of them. No, but like the girls, like the bikini girls. Oh, yeah, I don't know about the girls. Honestly, I'm pretty sure same thing. Same like thing. they just do the same, the same stuff. I don't even know what they're called. Like I would recognize the names if they were mentioned, but yeah. Yeah. The compounds are the weird ones. Normally you'll find people will just run like a test cycle and then use test. a compound. Yeah, just like testosterone. But. Oh. Other oh, people okay. just use compounds and stuff. It's weird. I don't know. I don't really know too too much about it. But um. God damn it, that's yeah. Yeah, that's I'd know crazy. that IFBB. I've always. Oh, we should go. I've always thought it was not never a tested one IFBB. Yeah. Like, it was always just like if you're in it, you're going in not natural. Yeah. But um. Oh. Yeah, we should go for, to a show. Just yeah. like off camera, a WBFF. Are they? What do you reckon on them being natural? That's like yeah. Again. Like, oh, are you serious? Yeah, they WBFF would be even less likely yeah, to be natural. Yeah. Oh, my it's just God. I reckon it's what we get confused with, right? What? Is when you think like when you think steroids all the time, you're instantly going to like the biggest, like hugest person you can Shut think up, of. But, but she, because they're Daddy, they're in it, they're a certain. But because they're also you I'm guys have so all shocked. these different like um like the wellness and stuff, and it's not about how big you get; it's about how like toned you look or like a certain way so they'd be training in a way to benefit that which pds would help us yeah and you have to understand as well like people who are cycling might be using like a minimal dose of testosterone but they're but they're using like major like fat cutters as well like yeah are there any repercussions from that like just doing it once do you find oh because that's so low dose you have to take like some reverse drug for like the rest of your, rest life. Of your life yeah it's really? yeah, irreversible really yeah yeah that's what i always thought life. yeah so i have mates who have like competed in the past who have to i don't know what the drug is called but they have to take something and it just is to like keep your hormones level because once you take it once she gets shot they just get i know oh blokes God. take trt I'm so, so it's like yeah, right. testosterone it replacement therapy yeah. is what you have to take i'm such like a little child i'm like so naive it's no but this. it's it on that point it's not just you know i think it's everyone's really naive to yeah, it. You I think like oh to natural think shows like triggers me because i like same person i looked up to her so much when i was like going into bodybuilding and i she was like my inspiration and when i found that out i was like 
there should be a disclaimer for everybody who's like that that popular on social media there should be a disclaimer to be like, to be like I'm not natural. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't you reckon? See, I had a, I had a um, rant oh to Grace about this a while ago. So there's like a guy, um, I just won't mention it anyway, but it's a guy I follow. He's Australian and he's like pretty big on TikTok and stuff. And for the longest time, he like, he looks really good, but I was like, it looks somewhat natural. But then he came out, he got asked in a video once if he was natural or not. And he was straight up like true. He was like, no, I'm not. But he's never been like uh, like transparent about it in any videos until someone asked him. Yeah. And then he's made videos about transforming. And I know it's good to get the motivation and stuff. But when you say, oh, look at where I came from to where I am now. It's like you can't just make one of those videos and be then not transparent of, oh, well, look, I have taken this in the past. But you can still get a good physique regardless of if you take, you know, like PEDs and stuff. But it's just... I feel like then no one's transparent enough about it because it is like a bad thing, sure, but like you, it's worse lying about it. It's just so much it's worse. such a hit and miss topic because it's like, I don't know. I don't even think it's frowned upon these days. Like honestly, no, it's, it's not. It's no. each to your own. If you want to do it, right. then go yeah. your hardest. Yeah. Yeah. But I just think if you're in like an... In, a, in the spotlight, especially, like, every man and their dog doesn't have to put in their Instagram bio, I'm not natural. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you're, at, like, but influential. I think, yeah, but I think it should have, it should at least be mentioned if you have, like, especially a, like, big following of young and up-and-coming people yeah. like Grace. <laughs> like me, it's just had my heart broken. Well, what the that fuck? Was, that was like with this guy is that his excuse for not having said it before in the past is his audience is so young that he didn't want to like bring it up with yeah, them. But, but see, it's like, it's backwards well, too, I, I feel. Like, yeah. because people, like people are naive and like people might look up to these people and if they're like, oh yeah, I, I use PEDS and they might be like, oh, what ones? I'm going to try. Like yeah. it's so, that's why it's so hit and miss because I completely understand protecting people from thinking that it's like something that they should do. But then I also am like, I don't know. But then it's going to be revealed not, eventually though. That's yeah, what I feel and like. it will be. But there's not, there, there's also not that much harm in people like looking at someone and aspiring to be like them, even if they do use, because like, yeah. at the same time, while you're doing the work to try and look like them, you're going to make progress. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. You're still going to get somewhere. Like you can have your your idols and yeah. they can still be idols. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's just like, that's just <laughs> blown my anymore. mind. I just was so clueless to that. Because we've cut that out. Grace found out someone that she likes is probably not natural, but we won't say who <laughs> for that anyway, reason. Anyway, right, forget um, about that. We'll move on from the steroid talks. I feel like I've been talking about this for, yes. a, for a fair while. Um, um, I want to ask, what is the best and the worst part of the process and the prep and everything? What would you say is the best and worst? Personally, the best part, hands down, is the growth you make and like more so than physical. Like prep saved my life like two times over through like other shit going on. But yeah, like you grow so much as a person. The challenge of it, like having – you have – you literally have a list of boxes to tick in your day-to-day life every day and you you have to do it so no matter how shit you feel like no matter what's going on on the outside no matter where your mental health's at you have to get up and you have to tick those boxes every damn day and then just every night you go to bed and no matter where you are like mentally where you are in life like what's going on you're like 
I tick, tick those boxes. Yeah. I can yeah. sleep with that. Yeah. yeah. So like you literally grow so much mentally. Every time I get on stage, I'm like physically, yeah, cool. I look good. But then I'm just like, holy frick, did I overcome some shit in the last few weeks? And like, you're just on such a grind that you don't even realize like how strong you're being. Yeah. yeah. So it's really like, yeah, it's the mental growth is like hands down the best, the best thing about it. And I don't know what, I guess the worst, I don't know. I really love it. Like, (laughs) I love the grind. I thrive in the chaos. So even the like dieting and all that. I mean, the dieting can be hard, but then again, it's like the food isn't going anywhere. So like, I don't struggle heaps with it. Um, Like you kind of miss, you miss, actually, you know what? The hardest part is probably the social aspects that you miss out on. So like I have really supportive family really supportive friends like i was still i prepped over like christmas and new year's and all of that this last year yeah season b is gonna be so much better i'm gonna miss out on nothing Nothing. (laughs) or season a i missed out on so much and i like i prepped over my birthday christmas new year's boxing day but i went out new year's i went out i went to boxing day races i celebrated my birthday like you can still do all that if you have the right people around you and like I literally just would pack my meals and then I'd go out with my friends and I'd like just yeah be sober and hang out with them and it was honestly like my friends are just so supportive and the people around me were so supportive that like I I was able to still enjoy those those occasions with them and like that too is that like my friends are stuck by me through all of it and like they don't they don't get the same me when I'm in prep obviously because I'm not available 24 7 I'm not like going out drinking with them although a lot of my friends are are past that now anyway like that's not really our total vibe anymore but yeah probably like the worst part would be like the social aspects that you kind of miss out on like I miss the like just messaging a friend and being like let's go get dinner yeah (laughs) yeah like that stuff but then again like a lot of my friends like my best friend is heaps into the gym tracks her food and then like my other best friend is also competitive and like so it's just if I if we wanted to it's like we go for a walk and get a coffee or we prep our meals and we go eat it somewhere like so that's really good in that aspect yeah Yeah. maybe I'll just have to compete so you don't feel alone when you do it wait what oh we'll compete at the same time (laughs) yeah um, but I suppose the the wins wouldn't be as good if there wasn't all the like sacrifice of having to do that through the like prep and making it so hard so with that we asked a question not that long ago can you class yourself as a bodybuilder not having competed? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Lewis is on. No, the- no, I, I can no, I can see both sides of this. Yeah, so can and I. And I reckon it's much more of an opinion. I listened to this episode and, and I was like very screaming. intrigued yeah. with, with what you both had to <laughs> Some say. Some of my points, I look back and I'm like, okay, like I could have said things differently, but then again, I think about it and I'm like, well, like, are we not? bodybuilding you know i understand we're not mm. competitively bodybuilding we have i think that's the thing it's like i you're like i think there's like a line you have people who frequent the gym and then you have people who like track their food every day train a certain amount a week like have a step target like 
there's not much more to it yeah. <laughs> other than that you get on stage. And like I did, I did all of that for years before I actually competed. I wouldn't have said before I actually competed that I was a bodybuilder because I was just like a little girl in the gym. But like, I don't know, like I would, yes, I would consider what you and Lewis do bodybuilding. Yeah, that's what I reckon. I hope that the people that listened to that episode didn't think I was discrediting all the work that they put in because that's what I don't want people to think. No, I, neither was I. I wasn't because either. I was saying it was like... I feel opinion. like I could have come across as I was like that, but I sort of think the same thing. If you sort of define bodybuilding, me and you, you and it. a lot of... Like, a lot of other people, we sort of do it. And you still do cuts. Like, the, a prep cut, like, yes, it's intense as, but it's really just like... I don't know. Like, if you put 110% into a cut, you're prepping. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's just not for as long. But if you're in that deficit, you're not giving yourself any flexibility. You're, like, doing the hustle. Like, yes, I don't think – I think, like, anybody who is, like, fully into the process is, like, bodybuilding. Like, I don't think some of the, like, biggest guys you see in the gym – who could say like I'm a bodybuilder and they could have ne- never stepped on stage you wouldn't question it yeah yeah, yeah. that's right okay see I reckon it's 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 a subjective question because if Grace wants to consider herself a bodybuilder like I haven't got a problem with that like I understand yeah. your reasons for it I wouldn't consider myself especially too because yeah you can cut and like emulate it exactly how you would on someone on prep but at the end of the day like, if I don't feel like doing something one day I have the choice of just yeah. being like oh I can you know I'm not getting up on a stage mm. eventually but a bodybuilder in an off season and does the same i know i know still a bodybuilder i i know i know it's just like you haven't prepped yet yeah (laughs) that's right no Um, yeah i agree i'm sort of on the same page it was interesting to see the results to that poll a lot of people were on the the yes like yeah Yeah. you can be a bodybuilder without competing there are a couple though that were like nah um you gotta compete and i guess there's no other sport in the world like it where you can do exactly what the like people who compete do but also just never compete. Like if you're, that's why I was using like an analogy with like just any other sport, like basketball or something. It would be weird to train and do everything strictly and diet like someone who plays basketball, but to never then compete. People just don't do that. But people every day will go into a gym, will work their ass off and will eat exactly how they're supposed to and will go through a process of bulking, mm-hmm. cutting, but then not go and like make it a competition. So I find it, it's, there would be people out there that would do it with certain sports, but I think it's so common that people just don't compete always in this, but yeah. we'll, we'll train exactly like one. So mm. I don't know. I really think that often a lot of people end up in something though, like that frequent, like our kind of lifestyle, either we'll step on stage as a bodybuilder or we'll do a like CrossFit competition yeah, or yeah. we'll like do a powerlifting competition. Like everyone gets a competitive spark yeah. <laughs> at some point. I think that's what we've found recently is we've gotten to a point where, because we used to play like team sports and stuff and we haven't in like, what, two, three years. Yeah, well, and it's like the itch is starting to get there. We're like, oh, yeah, I want to go do, do something, something with this. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what happened with me. I was like, well, honestly, I was still pretty young when I chose to bodybuild. I didn't know a lot about it. And I was just like, mm, looks like that like glitz and glam like let's do it and then I really like the thing that really got me into it is I did it once and as I said like it's literally saved my life like I had I wasn't in the best place the first time I did it and like I was going through other shit and the mental growth I made was like I could do this yearly 
imagine who I could be if I had made this much mental growth once a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, that's kind of what got me into it in that sense is that like prep is just like so freaking good for your your growth. Yeah. But um, yeah, like that, that's the thing. I was like, I was in the gym and I was kind of losing motivation. But then you also like, you do this prep and you're like, I look amazing when you come out of it. But then you're like, all right time to grow and you want to get into like a huge bulk and it's just the grind is like yeah there's so much more inspiration there I guess for like what you can do with your physique yeah definitely um oh I meant to ask so how did you how did you go on your first show did you when was your yeah. first show how long ago um 2021 yeah in like end of the year I think so um I I didn't do great in that show I competed in four divisions I came fifth in one and then I didn't place in the other three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this so year was a huge step up. Yeah. That's always good. Yeah. So I came out of that show and I, I actually changed coaches um, and then did a year of like structured build, which was my first structured build. Before my other show, I think I did, like I started with my coach who I was going to do my comp with. We did a like very lean bulk just before I started prepping with him. And then I started prepping and I was tiny, like at that competition um I was like there was muscle on me but I think a lot of it was even like well I had been in the gym for a while but yeah I was very lean um and then whereas this time I actually struggled heaps with this prep because I was so in my head in that like I would look at my progress pictures throughout prep and I was like I'm not lean enough I'm not lean enough because I was so lean the first time um and my coach just kept saying like she never wanted to say like you you sucked the first time basically but like (laughs) she never wanted to like comment on like my last physique but she'd be like you like you're fine like you're in the right place you look good and I'd be like no I was so much leaner last time and then eventually she was just like you looked like a string bean in your first competition you need to have more shape this time trust me and I was like oh okay (laughs) I needed to hear that (laughs) literally needed to hear that yeah and so yeah I like yeah heaps big step up from this time but then as I said like that was I did a pretty structured bulk for that year and like I ate I was eating almost 3,000 calories at the end of my bulk which is like that's a lot that more a than lot. ever that's I can imagine yeah, I was like, living the best life yeah use <laughs> yeah I can like I eat 4,000 at the moment like, I struggle with that but I'm a big eater and mm, I'm also and a bloke did. like it's yeah I did struggle I was like um yeah, so I was like at the point where I was, I was getting like my daily intake of vegetables and fruit in, and then I'd just be eating snakes or like marshmallows. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a makeup my carbs. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's hard, but bulking's harder than if you're gonna do a proper bulk. It's way harder than I think people realize because it's not. It's so easy to just not eat a meal. Like you just <gasps> you don't have to bring food if you have to, or like be like I have to eat now and now and now. You could just like. Yeah. Just space your meals out on a cart. Yeah. And then, it, like, you bring in shift work when you're in 3,000 yes. calories. Stop. You have to have so much food organized. Yeah. Whereas now, like, I've come out here today and I didn't, I was like, I just, I'll eat when I get home. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, yeah. I, yeah, but you literally need to eat, like, every, like, hour or two when you're on that many calories. That's what I we would were start saying. eating at, like, 4 a.m., like, pre workout meal, 4 a.m., go to the gym and then finish eating at, like, 9. No way. We but it was saying- lit. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, it's good. We were saying that though, like we're sort of bulking right now and I had a shift the other day at work and like it's, you've got to, it's so much preparation to actually get that amount of food in for the day Mm. if you have work and stuff, like working full time like you do, shift work, 
I feel like that would just be so hard. Yeah. So much yeah. harder. It's heaps of preparation, 100%. And like, yeah, I I don't know. It's, it's hard to say, hey, because like have being on hard being on high calories is a good life so much fun but at the same time being on lower calories is so easy yeah it's i I feel like your mindset changes on what what you prefer when you're like you'll be bulking you'll be like oh cutting so much easier you'll be cutting you'll be like bulking so much easier (laughs) because it's got their like the same like like if one's better here it's worse here if one's better here it's worse yeah like it just it balances out just it's all dependent on what you like, I suppose. I always find I feel like bulking easier, even yeah. though I've got to bring more food. Um, I'm just a big eater it's just in general. Fun eating. I struggle I not love to eating. Eat. Yeah, yeah, I also love eating. Eating's yeah. so good. <laughs> I feel like we all do deep down. Every person that goes and works out loves the food. If you like, go to the gym, you love your food. Yeah. My coach would say to me, like at the start of my prep, she's like, "I know you're a big foodie, but you need to clean up your diet." <laughs> <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, "I don't know if I should be offended. I'm being called a big foodie, but..." You're right. (laughs) You're not wrong. No, I'm surprised. Like, I'm very pleasantly surprised because I've never actually bulked before. How much we can eat. Like, how much food we can eat and we still look, like, good and Mm. fit. Like, you eating 3,000 calories. Yeah. You'd still, like, walk past you on the street and be like, whoa, like, Mm. you can tell she lifts. Yeah. Like, I feel like we can eat way much, so much more than... Which is like so, like that's so cool to me because like being like when I was younger, it was like food is not my friend. It's like, yeah. an enemy. Yeah. 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 Um, so that is like super cool to me. I mean, I look back at the photos of the end of my bulk and I'm like, oh, I don't want to get that chunky again. But then at the same time, when I was in it, I did not like how I looked. Yeah. Yeah. Like I still had lines yeah. through my midsection. That's I right. was like, my legs weren't. Like, if I flexed my legs, there would still just be legs. There was no, like, <laughs> quad. So, I missed that. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, if you can eat that much food and, like, wake up every morning and still put your crop top and shorts on and, and feel like, confident, yeah. then, like, how good? <laughs> I know, right? That's a revelation girls eventually have because I feel like growing up, yeah, I'm mansplaining what it's like to grow up as a girl right now. You're like, because yeah, like you said, like food's your biggest enemy and stuff. And yeah. you've got this like ideology that you have to be, because you're skinny. a girl, you're going to be skinny and everything. And then you eat a lot and you realize you don't just put fat on like that. It doesn't just come on like, just like you just eat like enough and train hard. Like it's going to go in the right spots. Like it's not yeah. just all going to go around your stomach and like. I feel like that's like the most positive thing, like for a female getting into the fitness industry and like learning not even just like how to track food you don't have to track your food but like quality food and how much you can eat because you fix your metabolism my metabolism was so broken (laughs) before I like started going to the gym and understanding food and eating more food like I would eat like one or two times a day some days and like it was just so broken and as soon as I started frequently eating I started losing weight like I was eating more that's right. I was losing weight because my body was like, okay, I don't have to hold this shit anymore because you're giving me what I need and then you work your way up. So like when I was eating 3,000 calories, it was like you, I would eat like, so say I was on like 2,800, I'd eat that for like two weeks and then start losing weight because my body was like, okay, I'm, I can do 2,800 now. Like I'm going to start dropping weight and then we'd be like, no, we need to keep bulking. So we'd up them and then like two weeks on that and my body would start losing weight again. Yeah. Because it gets used to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So it's good that it's like good. girls like eventually, yeah, like it's good because I've noticed you've been realizing that recently because Grace has never had a hardcore proper bulk before. And now <laughs> I've that she always is, she's been like, too 
scared. Oh, I'm actually putting muscle on it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm getting like, I was in always in that mindset of I'm going to get huge, like mm. fat. And it's still uncomfortable. Like, it is a little It bit. is. And you do like, there will be days when you just feel a little bit chunky, but it's so bloody worth it. Like when you like think about me, like I said, I came fifth in like, it was fir- fifth in first timers, which is like the easiest um, division of ICN. And then like a year and a half later, I came second and third in like novice and opens. And opens, yeah. Yeah. So that's like a massive difference in my physique. And I was definitely, I was the heaviest I've ever been before I started prepping. I didn't hate how I looked, but I was, I, like, as I said, I look back and I'm like chunky. <laughs> but, but that's because I'm lean now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And it's like, yeah, you just got to, you got to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. That's right. I actually love it, but we've had a good chat. This is good. Oh, yeah. What are the feelings like when you, like, finish a show? Like, what do you... What's post-show? Yeah, what's it like? Like, what's the... If you take us through, like, the first 24 hours and then, I guess, (laughs) that, like, following week or something. Okay. Well, this is different for everyone. Like, some people have a really tough time. I thrive <laughs> post show i was like cloud nine i was like i'm a fucking bad bitch look at all these photos of me um yeah, um, yeah i was like yeah on cloud nine um you have a few treats i i get so excited about the physique i'm in that i don't go overboard like i know a lot of people are like free 24 hours like i literally post show i had a I had a brownie, I had half a cookie with my friend Meg and I had a grilled burger for dinner and then the next day I was back on track. So Stop, I feel like I'd be so bad. But you can be, like that's the thing is that like that's me but then like the girls that like I competed with, like I was speaking to them and they were like, oh, like and they were doing nationals and they were like, we had 24 hours of freedom so we ate everything that we've craved in like our entire prep in that time and it's like it's fine. Like you can do that and – as long as you're not doing that for the next four weeks, yeah. Yeah. then you'll, you'll be okay. Be fine. Yeah. But like, whereas I like to slowly, like I've had a few meals out now. Like I went out on Friday night with my friends and like, boy, did I feel disgusting the next day. But I like, I just like to do it slowly. Like I'll have like one, one untracked meal here, here and there a week, but stay on track the rest of the week because that's just how I keep like, that's how I still feel good. But I just didn't. I didn't come out of this show and go, oh, I just want to eat so much food because I was, I'm was. i just so happy with how I look. And I have another goal in mind. So I'm like, I can't lose my physique because I got season B. Um, so that helps a lot as well. But I'm also like a little bit too much of a goal-driven person in that I always have a goal in mind. <laughs> and like, if I don't, I'll lose my mind. So yeah. I'm always going for something, which, yeah. But it just works for me, I yeah. guess. But yeah, that's it's like a hard question to answer because it's, it's so different. For me, yeah. yeah. For me, post show is like a little bit of fun, like so exciting, so proud of myself, and then it's like, okay, what's next, yeah. kind of thing. But like, yeah. But someone could sit here and be like, oh, post show is so hard, and tell you like how difficult it is, which like hundred percent I can understand why it would be. But I just I like move on to the next thing. I yeah. guess. Yeah. I feel like some people's hormones would just be shot afterwards, and they just be like. Maybe like feel like a bit of a crash or something or mm. they might like burn out or something or just be like, what do I do now or something? Mm. Well, I felt a little bit of a crash this time, but I think it's because like I yeah, I went through shit in the last like week of my prep. So then when I competed, I was on a heaps huge high because I'd done so like I'd done so well and I was like, cool. And then two days later, I was like, I had a crash because I was like, okay, now I've got to process everything. Yeah, it's over now. Yeah. yeah. Like I actually have to 
deal with what's going on in my life. Um, but like, again, that was fine. You, you get through it. But I think that people – and the, the thing is like food does something to your hormones. So when you haven't eaten sugar in that long, if you do go out and like absolutely like demolish everything that you've been craving, your body – and I the first comp I kind of did that. Like I, I ate like one of those chocolate brownies and I – my body, like I actually had to go to the gym just to move my body because I was like tingling. Like my body was like, give me more of that sugar. Like you just, you get this, I can't explain it. It's the weirdest feeling. And it's like, and I can understand like that's where binge eating comes from because people, it's like, it's like you just feel super excited, but it's like your brain's not doing it. It's in your body and your body's like, give me more of that shit. (laughs) But like, it's like a drug. Yeah, You just have to be mentally strong enough to be like, would be so difficult for some people to be like, again, that food's not going anywhere. My body has to reverse. And then like, when you're on 3000 calories, you can eat that stuff. (laughs) So that's just what I constantly remind myself. I'm like, okay, well, start bulking. I'll build my calories up to like where my body can deal with that. But you just can't do that every day for like, the first four weeks after mm-hmm. comp. Straight up. Mm. Like my coach's rule was stay on track all week for the first four weeks and you can have one meal out and then after that we can get a little bit more flexible because you just have to let your body reverse. So Yeah, okay. Do you have any like, because we know it affects sort of everyone if you work out and diet and stuff. Do you have any like tips for like how to deal with like body dysmorphia and stuff or like when you get the, yes. oh, I look like shit, like thoughts. And, it's just oh. such a curse. Because everyone gets it. <sighs> It's so, yeah, everyone gets it, 100%. I I felt crap yesterday because I'd been drinking the night before and obviously, like, I was holding extra water and whatnot. I just, like, took some pics and was like, mm, don't look that bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, yeah, 100%. Um, it's, it's such a tough one. I think you just got to remember that everyone does get it and remember what, your goals are so like in my heaviest some days I felt chunky as if that meant that I threw a t-shirt on and went to the gym once I started moving my body I would like feel like I was holding less water anyway I might take the t-shirt off halfway through the session but if I had to put a t-shirt on and go train legs and just acknowledge how big my legs looked that day then whatever I think you just yeah you have to have a goal in mind and if you're if you're feeling chunky at the end of your bulk you got to focus on your strength yeah and And then when you feel weak at the end of your prep you gotta focus on how good you look like it's like you just gotta yeah yeah and remember that everyone does get it and sometimes i just look around the gym and i'm like okay like that guy's massive he looks sick but he probably thinks like his midsection is like not small enough or like yeah Yeah, that's right or that girl's like literally my inspiration she probably has something she doesn't like as well like everyone does everyone has it and at the end of the day, you're working so hard towards your goals. So like, that's right. Who cares? Like, it's our brains. I feel like they sabotage us. We think we look like something that we don't. Like often, yeah, you think you look like shit, but then if someone was to look at you, they'd be like, "Oh, well, you look great." Mm. What are you talking about? And that's a big thing during prep as well. Is that I could pull out photos right now and say I felt fat that day. Exactly. And yeah. you guys would and be, we like, and be like, "You look anorexic that day." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's all relative too. Yeah. That's right. It, we, it, I don't know. I feel like other people looking at you, we can see the progress that's mm-hmm. being made with everyone. Like I can understand when you look at yourself every single day, you'll be like, well, I don't see anything changing. Like mm-hmm. I look the same. Exactly. I look like shit. That's why you take photos. Yeah. Everyone take photos. Mm. But yeah, I like, yeah, I just think 
you just got to do what makes you comfortable. Like I never wear a T-shirt in the gym, but if I feel shit one day, I'll put one on yeah. and then you, you go release the endorphins and yeah. you'll feel better after anyway. But it's the consistency. It's one thing I feel, feel like I struggle with sometimes is like taking the photos sometimes because I'll look at myself sometimes and I go, I, I'm scared of looking back and going, I've made no progress, even mm. though that's probably not going to be the case. Yeah, it's just, it's just not... I always find that's what I struggle with is taking photos to go, oh, like of like completely shirtless and like normal lighting and stuff and then be like, then I'll come back to this in a few weeks after I've like cut or something, you know. I hate doing it because I'll sit there and I'll look at it and I'll go, wow, I've bulked for so long and I look like... So average, you just don't, you know. but I know, but it, yeah, I know it's hard. It's it's just like yeah, like we were saying, the body dysmorphia and like the thoughts, and everyone does it, everyone feels it, and it's shit. But yeah, I'd, mm. at I the end of the day, have, it's not real. So. I literally have photos from the week I started training every week until today, <laughs> and it's like I like the first photo to now is like not the same person, but like if I compared today's photo with last week's there's nothing like it's like you i guess perks of having a coach <laughs> yeah because yeah. they make you do your check-ins, check-ins. And yeah yeah that's I've, I've seen some people that will compete without a coach and it's like good on them like that's like pretty impressive mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's this i feel like nothing wrong with having getting a that coach. Po- coach if anything you probably yeah. should they're nothing but good yeah so um i'd love a coach yeah sometimes i sit there and think oh that wouldn't be too bad <laughs> i don't i like don't know what I would do if I didn't I've like always I've had I've been coached always when I started in the gym I was like doing bodies by Rachel programs and then coached after that it was Sequoia Stewart and then she just won didn't she yeah yeah she coached me for a bit and then I did Rob J physique for my first comp and then I moved to Jess for this one so like literally being coached my entire time in the gym yeah Yeah, that's good but yeah I just couldn't do it by myself yeah like I probably if I moved away from competing now, I could, but I'd just like stick around maintenance. I wouldn't muck around too much. Yeah, you'd be worried. I feel like going into anything too extreme. Yeah, thinking oh, I've not got that person to watch. Yeah, to me, watch. That yeah, it could just go completely south. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wouldn't mess around too much. I'd like. I definitely think I have enough education now to like. Yeah, but I'd still. I wouldn't write. I'd still like go back and use old workout routines and stuff. Like I wouldn't <laughs> that I already have from past coaches because I just wouldn't train hard enough if I didn't have somebody yeah. else's program uh, yeah. to follow. I find it's all. It's always so helpful having that second person. It just makes you train harder. Lewis has been a big influence on my training, and I've seen the most growth that I ever have since being with Lewis. Because he'd be like, like you little bitch, like, you're not lifting heavy enough, like, throw on, like, That's two extra That's me, true, but, it's true, but. Yeah. I'm like, uh, get off a machine, and I'm like, actually, get back on there, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Grace went from hip thrusting, I can't remember, I think it was only two or three plates. It was, like, two either plates. Either side, and now she does five on either side, because I was like, you can go so much, because I'd look at her after a set, and she'd, mm. she'd just, just be like, she'd sit down, and she'd just be like, yeah, and I'd be like, yeah, like, why, how are you not your... like, oh, fuck, like. I was listening to your training, um, like gym bro oh, episode yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like I'm such a lonesome in the gym like I I'm headphones in head down like probably like I'll be nice if you talk to me but eh. um, yeah, yeah <laughs> I know what you mean I know what you mean <laughs> um yeah kind of thing and but like the one day that you're like yeah I'm gonna loosen up a bit and train with someone today is the day that they're like pull your head in you can do another five reps of that yeah. and like yeah you if you're training with the right 
person, then they're going to push you. Like I used to train every now and again with a friend of mine who isn't as into the gym with me, but she, as me, but she would be like, every time I tried to lift something, she was just being like trying to be funny. She'd be like, oh, I can lift heavier than that. So she'd put another plate on. And if she wasn't there, I wouldn't have lifted like that plate heavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, and then I'm like, oh, if you can do that, I can do it. Yeah. You, you want to keep like pressing each other too. That's yeah. what I find. Um, yeah, definitely. It's funny too, because in this whole world now that we have of like, everyone's like, oh, you got to train to like failure and like you've got to push yourself till you've got nothing left and whatever. And it's hard because when you're on your own, you'll get to a perception of what you think's failure, but it's always helpful to have someone watching you to go, oh, I reckon you could have squeezed, like even gone for another one or two or something, you know, like. And if you have someone there yelling at you, you can mm, do it. Yeah. Like, That's yeah. right. <laughs> Lewis pisses me off. He'll always, I'll do a set and I feel like I'm just ruined at the end. And he'll be like, you easily had two more reps left. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, whatever. It's <laughs> so different when you're in a relationship too. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, can just, you, you can just like let it go. Like, but then I do. Then I do the two reps next set. And I'm like, oh, And I'll be there like, right. well, yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, having that person there to push you 100%. And like sometimes even like I was hack squatting the other day and this random guy came up and was like, you're not going low enough. And I was like, really? Yeah. And I wasn't. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, oh. and he was like, I was like, can you take that weight off then? And he was like, no. Nah. And then he was like, I'll just hold it. And he put his hand there and I did it. And he was like, see, like you could have done that. And I was like, I was so scared that I was going to get stuck. And he was like, yeah, sometimes like just having that person's hand there, like, you know, I'm strong enough to lift that up if you do get stuck. So now you're good. That's and yeah. so like, bold. Like just having that person there. But yeah. It is very bold. Very yeah. bold, but. Because that could have, you could have interpreted that so <laughs> wrong. Like, like, like oh, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. No, yeah. But. Well, now that I think about it, it was. But he was nice about it. Like, yeah. Wow, that's really I don't, I don't mind being... I, I knew he was just trying to help. Yeah. <laughs> tough love, tough love. Yeah. It's always yeah. good. No, yeah, it's important to have people, I reckon, sometimes. Definitely. You're pretty... You must be... You've got to be pretty strong mentally to be able to go always by yourself and be doing the, like, yes. best amount of work you yeah. can put out in that session. Like Definitely. There's definitely sessions where you'll go and you'll be like... Yeah, like, that I is could have so done true. so much like, harder, but mm. you just aren't there meant all mentally mm -hmm. you know legs is a big one for me oh, sometimes i'll be too scared to go too hard because i know i'm gonna ha like be sick and like just hate myself after it but yeah <laughs> i'll yeah. be there i do it once a week and sometimes i'll be like oh, i went heavy last week yeah. i'll take it easy I'll take this it week, easy right? this week. Yeah, it's such see, a cop I, out i train like i train by myself all the time but you're so right it's like yeah someone else being there and going now nah, you can do more of that and then like you just being there I definitely probably could push myself harder 90% yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nice having someone else too, I find. It if is. if you've both got the same like mindset when going into the gym, like you're not going to like dick around and stuff. Like yeah. it's always good to have like, someone there and yeah. just, yeah. <laughs> it's nice being alone. Still got to have my meditation there. Yes, that's right. Mm. This has been really good. I told you it was going to be good. I literally been saying to Grace, I was like, this is going to be a good episode. Yeah, this I was been like, we've got so much episode. we can talk about. Good. To wrap up, we're going to do some rapid fire questions how many just quick one word answer no not one, one word, word. <laughs> not one word testing me now three second you have like three seconds to answer three seconds with no one's counting but in the hot seat <laughs> yeah okay right. rapid fire fave post comp meal mm, something sweet yeah <laughs> cookies i guess cookies, yes. cookies brownies i usually cookies. order a brownie 
One of those say. like big slab things. Is that what you get? Rapid fire. Rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, but Grace the sinners about brownies. Grace, like, oh yeah, like I <laughs> when gotta, you get these. I got a slab the first time, but then you know how I said I had that. Like, yeah. Yeah. So like, I just could not stop eating it. So this time I just got like the one serving. Yeah. So then I hadn't. I didn't like it was finished. I didn't have a choice to keep going back to it. So yeah. Uh, fave day to train in the gym. Oh, like midweek. I hate a Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday is pretty good. What, what, what in the gym bar? Like what, what? Oh, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Fave day. Fave, what would you say? Fave thing to train in the upper gym? Upper body, 100%. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Any, any in particular? Any um, muscle in particular? Oh, I like shoulders. I like back. I train legs three times a week. So then on my two upper days, I'm just like, oh. love my life. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's, that's intense. Three. Okay. Go-to song. What's your fave song right now to listen to? Mm, I don't really have a favorite song, but my gym phases that I go through is like SoundCloud mixes. SoundCloud? So, yeah. Oh, we got her onto the, the house funk music. Yeah, yeah. She sent the I message. Did. Yeah. I didn't know it's what so that good. was. And then I listened to your episode you and I was like, mm, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. It was actually like, I just, it's gym music. I just felt like a Beast. bad bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like villain music. It's so Every good. Every time like it made a like funny change or like a, the beat dropped yeah. i was just like <laughs> <laughs> i'm evil now um is sumo cheating no i will say no um i think i don't know it just targets your glutes more that's right yeah. but, that's but, right uh, well we won't we, uh, we'll, for, uh, for, uh, <laughs> don't right trigger Lewis, it. uh, it'll be another extra 30 minutes if we go all right talk. dirty or clean bulk oh i would love if i could do a dirty bulk <laughs> but a clean bulk's always going to work better yeah. Um, my body wouldn't cope with a dirty bulk, but if I was a big chunky man, I would go for it. Yes. <laughs> um, Arnold or Seabum? Oh, I don't know. I don't really follow either of their stories, so it's hard to say. What, like, physique-wise? Seabum. <gasps> Seabum. Yeah, that's... I feel like, obviously, Seabum, though. <gasps> physique-wise? Well, the only be that... for real. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, in now in a modern context. But if I was... if Look, this is just from me personally. I would take Arnold's physique over Seabum's any day. It just looks so much like... I like that he's not shredded, like, mm. ripped. Like, he's got a bit... Around his midsection, but he's just That's so fair. nice, mm, like I to look mean. at. So nice to look at. So sebum, don't get me wrong, but he's like Arnold. Is obviously looks like a bodybuilder, sure, but it's like something to do with those classic physiques. They don't look like they're they don't look like they're bodybuilders. I mean, maybe they do, but like it's just now because everyone's so like lean like that's what Seabum said on a podcast yeah, they get a little, if, if he was unnatural. to compete then he'd be the leanest there by a mile like yes. so far yeah um because i think they asked him would he beat him or would arnold beat him yeah. but it would just depend on what they're yeah, looking I do. for at the I know time what you mean, yeah. um but yeah i just i like that he's not super lean but still has like the abs mm-hmm. and like just the overall like rip look aesthetic. i love that like old aesthetic it's so nice morning or afternoon morning to train oh What's like, yeah. the, what's like the golden time to be in the gym like, Well, for you? see, I used to train at any, like, any time of day, like, just whenever I got there. It was, like, either midday, morning, afternoon. But lately, like, that, my entire prep, pretty much, I trained in the morning before work. And it was, like, at the moment, I, like, get to the gym at 6.30 and I, yeah, train then. But, but I just, it's just, like, whatever your routine is, I feel. Because I hated it when I started doing mornings, but now... 
I did an afternoon the other day and I was it's like, hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially so when I, you get there and it's like packed. And you're like, I used to like after I used, would have said afternoon like a year ago, but now that I'm just in the routine of mornings, I love mornings and it's so quiet at the gym in the morning. I love when it's quiet. Yeah. And it's a good start to your day. Like yeah. that's right. You do Great feel better start afterwards. To your day. Yeah. And you get it over with. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think about it until the next day. Release those endorphins first thing in the morning. <laughs> love that can't say i'm a morning fan yeah. grace will get me in there at nine and i'll be like this is eyes hanging out of my head i'm like i should still be in bed <laughs> i used to train like sort of early like probably eight ish mm. and it was good but now i'm yeah i don't know i used to like the afternoons when i went to anytime raymond terrace too because it was good community in the afternoon that's right so, yeah mm. yeah like the, the people there Same in the afternoons were good yeah. yeah now i train in the mornings at maitland i went in the afternoon the other day and i was like do i even go here yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are these people? yeah. yeah. do you like a do you like a a busier like not like a packed gym but like a busy gym or like a dead gym like when there's no one or would you prefer like, I like, to have, like a people dead gym where i am now but True. anytime is such a like anytime Raymond Terrace is such a vibe. It is <laughs> such that, a vibe. Yeah. I yeah. love there's not like a single person there that I'm like, you're not a cool person. Like yeah. I, I just love the people there. So I loved going in like in that afternoon before like peak school kids. Yes. Yeah. But like yeah, before all the high school kids got there. But when it was just like you know, you guys and like yeah, the, yeah. The, there's those people that you haven't even the spoke people that to. you just give a little yeah, but you to. just are all like mutually cool yeah. with each other yeah, yeah everyone's got that like gym that's like I just feel like it was it's really like yeah it gave me I just felt fired up when I walked into any time of that time of an afternoon because I was like every single person here works their ass off yeah and like yeah. they're all respectful of like me and what I'm doing yes mm-hmm. yeah. literally yeah it's, it's cool. always good. All right, well, it's been actually a really good episode, it's like we're saying. It's been an awesome saying. episode. Um, thank really you, Abby, good. for coming on. You're, being You're welcome. Thanks great. for having me. Uh, shout out, yeah, even though most people that listen probably already know you, shout out just your socials if you want. You can um, plug. Plug yourself. Plug yourself. Plug yourself for Instagram 30 people. Instagram is just at Abby Rook. <laughs> Abby Rook, yeah. Yeehaw. Um, give her a follow, guys. Yeah, give her a follow. Uh, make sure you follow us too. <laughs> of course. Uh Talking Fit Pod on all socials. Five stars on Spotify. Everyone knows the drill by now. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on. Been heaps good episode. It's been awesome. Yeah. Very um, insightful. Yeah, actually, I've, I've learned, learned like a, a fair lot bit. of things. I've learned a lot. Grace <laughs> is going to have some things to process. Yes, yeah. I am. Um, but, but no, it's been great. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed. Mm. And we'll try to get some more guests on because this has been really fun. Yeah. So. Have you got any final, any final any things to final- say or... No, I don't think so. Okay, that's all good. All right. Um, All right, well, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next week. Peace out. See ya. Love yous.